All right, everyone, it is finally the day, the day that you have all been waiting for, the day that we've been just working towards. It's my birthday. Yeah. In this month, like I said, like we started the whole shows off with September, I asked you guys, hey, what should we talk about this month to celebrate my whole birthday? And we chose cartoons. We've talked about rocket power we've talked about doug we've talked about speed racer but all of them just pale in comparison to the ultimate my favorite the only show that matters and you guys have probably seen this coming since day one i've even alluded to it i've actually i think i've said it in a couple of episodes but today we're going to talk about my favorite cartoon growing up and that of course is That's right, everyone. So we're going to be talking about Pokemon, um, specifically from the Indigo League, which was the first series in 1997 and 1998 in the U.S. It had 82 episodes, some of which were banned. So we'll talk a little bit about those going forward. Now, we all know there are tons more seasons to Pokemon, and Ash goes all throughout the world. And I'll talk a little bit about that, too, as well. But growing up, there was only one, and it wasn't called the Indigo League, or I mean, it might have been referenced to as the Indigo League in the show. I think it was just called the Pokemon League, the Pokemon Championships. And kind of like, you know, how when Star Wars was first released, it wasn't called A New Hope when it was first released. It was just called Star Wars. So that's kind of what Pokemon was my Star Wars. <laughs> like all, the, all those guys in the 70s had Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess Leia. I had Ash Ketchum, Brock. Well, does Brock have a last name? <laughs> and Misty. Oh, God. Do they have the last name? No, they're just, they're like Cher. <laughs> so, yeah, like that's what I grew up. That was like my adventure story. And that was like, that was the thing. Of course, we all know Pokemon's based off a video game. And in the game, which was developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo, um, you played as a character whose job or whose goal it was to travel the world, gather the Pokemon, make them as strong as can be, and uh, win gym badges around the world, eight of them, minimum, or maximum in the games. And take it to the Indigo Plateau, where you would face off against the Elite Four and eventually the champion and in hopes of becoming the champion. You know, like that was the whole point of the game. The game was actually created by Satoshi uh, Tajiri. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And it's funny to note that, you know, his name's Satoshi. And in the Japanese version of Pokemon, the main character's name, instead of being Ash, is actually Satoshi. So I thought that was kind of funny. And I guess like a actual representation of the creators, man. And But like, if I remember correctly, I've read stuff like Satoshi, one of his favorite things to do as a child was to catch and collect bugs. And this game was kind of like a love letter to that. And then, he, you know, he fought them to the death because <laughs> that's what kids do. And I don't know if he really did that, but it's the only way I can grasp how Pokemon came to be it was not he wasn't only capturing bugs he was forcing them to battle each other and then he was the ultimate bug battler in his 
neighborhood and <laughs> and there was tons of blood and money and the cartel got involved. Well, I guess it'd be the Yakuza got involved and it was just horrible. But anyway, so yeah, the game was released in 1996 in Japan for the Game Boy and later. Uh, and it was like, I think it was green. Pocket Monsters Red and Green was the original games in Japan. And then, of course, outside of there for America, it was Pokemon Red and Blue. Um, for Pokemon as a whole, though, it's probably one, if not the largest media franchise with probably one of the most successful entertainment things of all times be it games anime movies like this thing is worth billions of dollars like this is like i'm pretty sure it's more profitable than marvel and disney like it or at least it's worth more than marvel and disney i I don't even know for sure um so of course they they range from anywhere from handheld consoles to the switch which i guess is still a handheld console trading cards movies video games mobile games now with like pokemon go and it's it's to me it's just freaking insane you know one i was like when i first got introduced to the series it was from the anime like that anime is what i knew first and of course it was about ash a 10 year old pokemon trainer from palette who like woke up late couldn't get any of the three original starters of Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle and had to settle for a Pikachu that really didn't like him very much at the beginning. But, you know, that was only for like an episode or two. And then they become best of friends. And what's great about this story is, you know, in 1997 or 98 when I was watching this, I was a 10-year-old boy. So, like, this was this was an anime literally made for me, I was the actual literal age of the hero, so I could clearly see myself in this anime, in this cartoon. And then you tell me there's a video game where I get to actually live out being the main character of my favorite cartoon, except I don't get to start with a Pikachu. I get to pick from one of the original three starters. Like, yes, sign me up, please. That's like, I don't know, man. It was just the perfect thing. Like you, you literally watch a show, you fall in love with it, and then find out there's more. Like you can be a part of this world, you know. And that's all we want from the Little Mermaid, man. We just want to be a part of your world. And um, so yeah, so more with the anime. Ash gotta get eight gym badges, which are you know what each gym leader gives them in the Kanto region, and um, of course in other regions as well. Um, along the way, he meets Misty, who he destroys her bicycle beyond repair, promises to repay it back. I don't think he ever does. Maybe he does in later episodes. Uh, Brock, the pretty much orphan gym leader of Pewter City until his dad comes back. I guess his dad never really left. And then at one point we thought his mom was dead, but it turns out, no, she's very much still alive. And she wanted to be a, uh, a Pokemon trainer as well. Like, that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> And that was like in a a YouTube video that I talked about recently, or not recently, Um, I forgot, I think we're, I was playing Pokemon Blue or Red, I can't remember which one, on an emulator, and I was making a joke about that, and then I kind of thought about it, is Brock's mom actually dead? And I looked it up, no she is not, and she actually appears in an episode, maybe more, in later seasons of Pokemon, so yeah, but yeah man, like, that was 
that was the beauty, man. That was the greatest thing in the world. And that was what really drove me and helped me make friends and all kinds of stuff growing up because everyone knew what Pokemon was. Like Pokemon wasn't like this niche thing that like some people maybe have heard of. No, everyone freaking knows Pokemon, man. Everyone at least knows Pikachu. It's not like nowadays, like there's so many anime that come out and so many cartoons that come out. If you're not paying attention, you might have no clue what anyone's talking about or what anyone's making reference to. But if I sit there and go, Pika, Pikachu, like everyone fucking gets that, dude. Because back then, that was kind of like all we had, you know? Like, I, I don't even think that was on Toonami at the time. I think it was, was it CW, uh, our kid, four kids, something like that? It wasn't Nickelodeon, that's for sure. Um, but I can't remember exactly what it was airing on as a child. But I remember I was watching the fuck out of Pokemon, man. Because that was like, that was my jam. That was my bread and butter. I remember getting the first game and playing it on a road trip all the way up from Texas to Pennsylvania. And like, I can't even remember how far I got. But back then, I didn't have the knowledge of the game. I didn't have any guides to tell me where to go, how to do things. I was finding things out for the first time, you know, and figuring it out on my own. I was a much smarter kid back then. Now I just look it up on Google or YouTube and help me because look, I'm old. I don't have time for that. I'm, <laughs> I'm only getting older. The grave is getting closer. <laughs> so I got to hurry up and beat all the games I can. <laughs> but anyway, back to the anime. So yeah, uh, anime follows Ash, Misty, and Brock through their journey throughout the Kanto region as he's collecting badges. And he doesn't so much defeat many gym leaders as he either just does something very helpful for them or wins in very unorthodox ways. Now I think about it, like Brock, he doesn't actually beat Brock. I mean, he was pretty much going to win against Brock. He loses against Brock first. But then he's going to beat Brock with uh, with the help of Pikachu and some sprinkler systems. But then he calls it off because he's like, that's kind of a cheap way to win. And then Brock gives him a badge because he's like, ah, you earned it, man. You did good and I appreciate it. Also, let me follow you on your journey because I got to get away from like my eight brothers and sisters. Oh, and dad's back. So it's fine. I'm not abandoning them. But I was probably going to abandon them. <laughs> then you have Misty. Well, he doesn't actually fight against Misty. He... Uh, at first is going to battle against the sisters, but the sisters, they're like, ah, battling's not for us. We just like to do cool aquatic shows. So they're about to just give him a badge before, um, Misty charges in. It's like, nah, you got to fight me. But then, uh, Team Rocket shows up, ruins everything, and Ash saves the day with Pikachu. And then the sisters are like, well, I know you were going to fight Misty, but F it. We're going to give you the badge anyway. Well, Lieutenant Sergi actually beats. I think he loses the first time, then actually beats him. Uh, Erica, I don't think he actually beats her. There's a fire in the gym. She's the grass trainer. So, you know, fire really bad for her Pokemon. Ash ends up saving her main squeeze Pokemon, which was Gloom. And he gets a badge that way. So that's three badges he was given. Sabrina, he makes laugh to forfeit. Uh, well, Haunter makes Sabrina laugh. And Haunter wasn't even in Ash's team at the time of the battle. He was just some rogue agent flying around. So that's... Four badges he didn't win. He fights Koga, so he does win Koga's badge. He fights um, Blaine. Yeah, he does fight Blaine. 
And then Giovanni, the the eighth badge, um, he doesn't actually get to fight Giovanni. He has to fight Team Rocket. And I think, yeah, he fights them. And they try to cheat in Team Rocket fashion. He ends up beating them anyway. They're not going to give him the badge. But when they get blasted off, they end up dropping the badge anyway. So he gets the badge there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a little bit in my throat. So, yeah. All in all, of his eight badges, I think he only actually fights for maybe half of them. Like, it actually has a battle for half of them, which is kind of impressive. <laughs> or, you know. No, I don't even think it's eight. What did I say? Brock and Misty, Erica, Sabrina. That's four. And he doesn't actually fight them. And then I said, Blaine, Koga, Giovanni. That's only seven. Who am I missing? Who am I missing? I'm missing someone. Oh my God. How the hell can I do that? All right, guys. We're going we're gonna to solve this together. So Brock is the Boulder badge. Misty's the Cascade badge. Um, oh, Lieutenant Surge. Duh, and he fights Lieutenant Surge. Okay, so four, four and four. That, that's who I was missing. Well, I talked about Lieutenant Surge, but I forgot to count them on my hands. So, yeah. So, is gifted four, wins four. Anyway, goes to the Indigo League. Um, In the game, you just fight the Elite Four and then go on to the Champions. In the anime, you have to do a tournament to get the chance to fight, I guess, the Elite Four and then the Champion. And in the anime, Ash befriends a kid named Richie which I think was really funny because I also had a best friend named Richie at the time and um, Ash ends up losing to him and that's kind of the end of his run there for the Kanto region and the Indigo Plateau. But, you know, Ash is a tough 10-year-old and he spends the next 20 years in our time as a 10-year-old trying to win championships and he finally wins a... A Pokemon League championship in 2019 when he goes to the Alola region and uh, ends up winning the actual Alolan League or I don't know if that's what it's actually called but he finally wins like Ash finally becomes a Pokemon League regional champion although I found out that's not actually his first championship or like his first tournament he won he actually won and I can't believe I forgot this because I watched uh, the Orange League uh, what was it uh, the Orange Islands or whatever, but that wasn't like a Pokemon regional type tournament. That was just like this tournament between the islands. He ends up winning the Orange League, and then there's something called the um, is it Pokemon Ranger or the Frontier, something like that. It's like this weird thing, but it's similar to like having gym leaders and stuff, but I don't think the fights are conventional fights. Anyway, Ash ends up Pretty much dominating that, winning it, and being asked to join it as one of the like the brain trust members or like whatever they're called. Uh, they're not really gym leaders, but like being one of the leaders of the Frontier League. And Ash actually turns that down because he wants to be a Pokemon master and wants to win a regional championship, which he finally does later. But he has won other tournaments, and he's pretty damn respected after like if you look through his wikipedia page because i'll be honest i haven't kept up with all the shows here recently but after doing this dive into pokemon again i kind of want to get back into the series and see what's going on but you can't find the orange league anywhere and then the kanto region all that like that's hard you gotta buy those if you want them and 
I don't want to buy anything. I like free. <laughs> and I can't remember how far back Netflix goes with their Pokemon series. So I got some catching up to do and I'll probably have some purchasing to do before I can uh, move on with any more uh, Pokemon episodes. But yeah, so Ash, pretty respected, goes around knocking shit up. I think currently in the anime, he's in like this master's tournament or like champion's tournament where it's like him and a bunch of like the best of the best trainers are duking it out to see who reigns supreme. And he's, I guess, in his final battle now because he defeated uh, Cynthia from the Sinnoh region. And now he's got to face, I don't even know who he's facing. Like, I don't know who the number one guy is that he's got to fight against. But we'll see how that goes. Maybe he'll win. Maybe he won't. He's got a track record of not winning, but (laughs) we'll see how that plays out. Anyway, so back to the Indigo League and some of my favorite stuff. I was trying to think of, like, some of my favorite episodes. And what's been great about the Indigo League is, one, it's on Netflix right now. So you can go and watch it all you want. Relive your childhood and have a lot of fun with that. But, two... My son is really into watching this Pokemon series. It's funny, though, because he doesn't really have much interest in the newer series, but he loves watching the Indigo League with me. And we can watch it from first episode to last episode. Um, And it's just, it's fun, man, and getting to relive that. Now he's, like, getting interested in the games. Like, so if you go onto my YouTube channel and watch me play some of the uh, Pokemon Red or, or Blue, you'll see... RJ being a part of it, wanting to see what's going on, and that's been pretty awesome. He loves watching me play uh, Pokemon Snap now, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, and since uh, Nintendo added their Nintendo 64 uh, games to their online service, he's been watching me play uh, Pokemon Puzzle League, which is actually one of my other favorite Pokemon games, so it's been cool. It's been fun, and uh, just having a great time, but one of my favorite episodes, of course, is the first episode, and that's uh, called Pokemon I Choose You. That's when Ash gets his Pikachu, man. Um, late start, like I talked about. He doesn't get any of the ones that he really wants to get at first. I think his first pick was Charmander, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, I can't even remember. I was trying to remember my first pick, and I think when I played the games, my first pick was Bulbasaur. And I don't remember why I chose Bulbasaur first, but that was the one that I went with first. And so my very first playthrough of Pokemon, I went with Bulbasaur, quickly got it to a Venusaur, and pretty much dominated. And, you know, if you know the game, you know having a Bulbasaur first helps you tremendously with the first three gyms. Um, I think after that, I like playing with Squirtle a lot because Squirtle was water Pokemon. And then I think I did one or two with Charmander because I heard it was very hard to do that. But it turns out super easy, barely an inconvenience. Um... Another episode that always seems to be my favorite, and it's funny, or maybe not my favorite, but one I always get reminded of, and one my son likes to watch, is Bye Bye Butterfree, and this is um, episode 21 in the series, but 20 in America due to some banned episodes. Uh, It's when Ash uh, releases his Butterfree so that, you know, he could mate go boom boom with another uh pink butterfree girl butterfree because you know how else you gonna tell that it's a girl butterfree unless you make her pink um but uh you know she's not interested in ash's butterfree so uh, ash gives him like an ascot and his butterfree you know beats team rocket saves the girl she's completely wooed by the ascot and the savory heroism of it all the white knight 
of it all. And Butterfree says goodbye to go make a bunch of babies. And so, yeah, that's how that all plays out. Um, but it's kind of funny. And, you know, it kind of deals not with death loss, but with loss. Like, Ash lets go of Butterfree because he knows it's the right thing to do. So that's what happens. Uh, you got Pokemon Pots, Paparazzi, which is the introduction of Todd Snap. Also, you find out Ash is pretty much willing to take a bullet for people because he dives in the way to try to save everyone, which is pretty awesome. Um, of course, this is all because of some hilarious confusion with Team Rocket when uh, Todd's like, I'll capture Pikachu. What he means is I'll capture it in a photo, not actually capture it. And then, of course, one of my favorite two-part uh, episodes is the SSN episodes. I forget what it's actually called. I didn't write it here on my notes. And I only say that because it just recently came back on and I was like just enamored with watching it. It's when Ash is before Bye Bye Butterfree tries to trade Butterfree for Eradicate, realizes, man, that don't feel right because Eradicate's ugly and Butterfree is awesome and no psychic moves. And um, of course, the boat capsizes, and then our heroes and Team Rocket have to work together to escape. And then something happens after that. They escape, and then they have to go to an island. I don't know, some crazy shit like that. Um, but it's funny, because then after that, I think there is a banned episode. And I think there's... Yeah, I think this is like one of the first banned episodes comes soon after the SSN episode. And it's Beauty in the Beach. And it's where Misty enters a beauty contest to help a man fix his boat. Well, I think they actually were the cause of this man's boat not getting broke. Um, the reason why I was banned, though, is because James cross-dresses in this episode, and he has inflatable breasts, and I guess that was no good for an American audience. <laughs> the next one is The Legend of Dratini. This one happens when they're in the Safari Zone, and it kind of explains in later episodes why Ash has, like, a hundred Tauros, because that's never explained. He's just like, yeah, I caught him in the Safari Zone, and as a kid, you just take it at face value, but... Kind of wish you could have saw that. Well, this is the the Legend of Dratini is the episode where you see Ash catch all his Tauros. Um, and they're trying to find Dratini. They're with like the Safari Warden, Game Warden, whatever you want to call him, to try to find Dratini. And I think eventually they do. However, the reason why it's banned is because there are like poachers there and they end up pointing like guns at the main heroes. And I guess they were just kind of like, eh, we don't like that. That's not what we're about. Um, this next one, the Cyber Soldier Porygon, is the infamous seizure episode that everyone, I think we've all rumored or been told of, but never actually seen, and I finally watched it, and yeah, it hurt my eyes. Um, in this episode, the, the Pokeball transfer machine is busted, and a Porygon is to blame for it, and if you don't remember in the series... The way they transfer Pokemon is like through these machines that I guess digitally does it, like turns physical into digital and then digital back into physical somewhere else, which is technology way beyond our f imagination at this point, I guess. But it's pretty cool. But in it, they have to uh, get digitized themselves to go into the digital world to fight Porygon. Uh, Something happens where rockets get shot out, but when the rockets get shot out and explode something, the screen goes red, blue, red, blue, red, blue, like really, really fast. And that's what was causing seizures in a bunch of kids. And so that's why that episode was banned. And, you know, there's probably a way to fix it where it doesn't seizure and seize people out like that. But I kind of understand, you know, why. The final banned episode is one that... 
I get it. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. So I remember the Pokemon Jinx. And this this is a holiday episode called Holiday High Jinx. There was a Pokemon called Jinx. It is a, a, a female-looking Pokemon. I believe she's psychic in the original. I think now she's a fairy type. I can't remember exactly. Um, but they the game finds Jinx kind of lost, and they have to return her back to Santa before Christmas. Why does Santa have a Jinx? I don't know. Maybe it gets lonely in the North Pole. Who knows? But if you remember anything about the Pokemon, and if you look and type original Jinx in the in Google, and then look at what Jinx used to look like versus to what she looks like now, now she's a purple Pokemon and back then she was not she was a black pokemon with blonde wig look like clothes like basically it looked like someone in blackface <laughs> and that was problematic it's still problematic but now because of that though they have edited and changed jinx to look more purple so if you look at any of the new games and anime and stuff like that jinx is now a purple pokemon and not a blackface Pokemon. <laughs> but knowing that and knowing that they still change it to purple and not a like a completely different color still kind of gives it the blackface look that kind of makes it eh, we just won't put her in our team. Is that kind of that's kind of how I've done it. Like I have a jinx in one of my games, but I just leave it in the box. No don't even put it on my bench. Like don't don't let anyone know that I have this racist Pokemon. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, I love Pokemon so much. You guys know this, like from the games to the shows to the movie. I need to show RJ the first movie. So I got to go buy that somewhere. I got to go find it. I want physical copies of these things. I don't want them to just... Actually, I think I have digital copies of the anime. Don't know where those came from. But... <laughs> um, yeah, man, I want to show RJ the first movie. I think he would like it. I think he'd have fun with it. And uh, maybe they'll show it in theater. Ooh, maybe I could get them to play it in my theater. Pokemon, the first movie. And then I could rent it out for just me and my son. And Casey, too. <laughs> anyway, that's all that I got for you guys today. I want to thank you so much for listening and being a part of this month. And just sharing... And some of the joy that I have with something that I grew up with. And that's cartoons. I love cartoons. I still love cartoons. I still watch tons of them. Um, mostly anime now. But used to watch tons of cartoons. Anyway, that's all that I have for you guys. And thank you so much once again. And we will see you guys sometime. Uh, October is going to be tough. Um, like I've mentioned it's an outage month for me, so I'll be hella busy that whole month in, in parts of November. I will try to find time to record, and whether it be in the car or somewhere, I will try to record episodes for you guys. I'll try to keep up with what's going on in the news. Um, this month was not the place for any of the news because I wanted to share uh, in some of the... I just wanted to share me with you, and I hope hopefully you enjoyed that. But next month, we or next episode, we are kicking off uh, huge because there's been some huge announcements, and we'll try to catch up on some of those that we missed last month or that I think are deemed worthy of catching back up on that we missed. But that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.